Good morning, City Church. This is Ben McKinnon. Join me this morning with a moment of sanity at the start of your day, a moment of truth from God's Word, a moment of grace. It's Monday, and you're likely listening to this pretty early in the morning, so I figured I'd do something light to start the week off right. Just kidding. Our lectionary reading today comes from Revelations chapter 18, verses 1 through 8. Pause the podcast and get a helmet for today's reading from God's Word. After this, I saw another angel coming down from heaven. He had great authority, and the earth was illuminated by his splendor. With a mighty voice, he shouted, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great. She has become a dwelling for demons, and a haunt for every impure spirit, a haunt for every unclean bird, a haunt for every unclean and detestable animal. For all the nations have drunk the maddening wine of her adulteries. The kings of the earth have committed adultery with her. And the merchants of the earth grew rich from her excessive luxuries. Then I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, so that you will not share in her sins, so that you will not receive any of her plagues, for her sins are piled up to heaven, and God has remembered her crimes. Give back to her as she has given. Pay her back double for what she has done. Pour her a double portion from her own cup. Give her as much torment and grief as the glory and luxury she gave him she gave herself. In her heart she boasts, I sit enthroned as queen, I am not a widow, I will never mourn. Therefore, in one day her plagues will overtake her, death, mourning, and famine. She will be consumed by fire, for mighty is the Lord God who judges her. Happy Monday! For context, the book of Revelation is a vision held by John that contains a wealth of information about the end times and what the actual kingdom of heaven looks like. This book has certainly been a lightning rod in Christendom, as it tends to attract strong and oddly specific theories about end times, the study of which is known as eschatology. In this passage, we have an angel publishing the fall of Babylon to anyone within earshot. Babylon was also home to the Tower of Babel, which was brought down by God since it was built to literally be an idol to the world. In verses 1 through 3, the sins of Babylon are outlined, and wouldn't you know it, they don't seem that existentially bad. Actually, it was a place with a thriving art scene, well-functioning trade economy, and a high standard of living. What's the problem here? The problem is this. They had abandoned God. Further, they had built a society that one commentary said had drawn all sorts of men into spiritual adultery, and her wealth and luxury had held their interest. In short, this wasn't an affluent place with some happenstance idolatry. This was a place of idolatry with carefully curated affluence. Now, let's address the judgment. We all live in a largely individualistic society, so it seems pretty offensive to judge an entire city. What about the elect in that city? They were told to leave it. Think about that for a second. They are told to leave the lap of luxury in order to dodge God's judgment. People of righteousness caught up in that spell of affluence could be saved from God's wrath if they were willing to be broken of that spell. Here's where my boots hit the ground. If Richmond was brought under this type of judgment from God, and I had to pack and leave to dodge it, would I feel like I was able to? I joke about my little house at times, and it's got a good bit of mortgage to pay, so why would I leave it? I've got a nice house in a beautiful neighborhood. Which car would we take to leave? Could I fit my fly rods into the van? Did I pack a phone charger? See the problem here? I'm a Babylonian. Perhaps a godly one, depending on the day. But I am ensnared by comforts. 
Instead of marveling in the grace that I have been given through running water, I complain about our second bathroom being out of commission. I don't know the answer to this. I'd love to say there's a five-point sermon that addresses the heart of this, and I'd be even more delighted to say that I had a better solution than that fictitious sermon proposed. The idol of affluence is so baked into me that I can only be rescued from God's incredible and amazing grace. My heart will be worked on here through sanctification, and the best I can do today is to wait on Christ to remove the idols from my life that comfort tries to firmly plant. Think today on your relationship with things, and don't be afraid to pray that God challenges that relationship. Ask God to reveal to you what idolatries you've accepted as a day in the life of luxury and comfort. Further, be prepared for an answer. That'll do it for today, folks. Stay well and do good. City Church is a weekday podcast produced by the staff and members of City Church of Richmond, located in Richmond, Virginia. To learn more about us, please visit citychurchrva.com. That's C-I-T-Y-C-H-U-R-C-H-R-V-A.com. And thanks for listening.